Welcome to The Challengers, a VCCP business podcast series where in each episode, a girl goes deep into the woods, challenges a bear, and a podcast ensues. With thanks to the B2B leaders featured for their candour on meeting business place demands and ensuring the B2B experience is every bit as powerful as consumer experiences. Hi, I'm Jo Parker, Group CEO of VCCP Business. And today, the metaphorical girl in this podcast is Lucy Carver. Lucy is a senior business leader with a record of leading the creation and communication of world-class sustainability, ESG and social purpose strategies, which drive company and brand reputation. Lucy started her career as a marketeer working in brand marketing for Unilever and L'Oreal. Lucy subsequently spent 16 years at the Sky Group and was Sky's Chief Sustainability Officer, managing the sustainability team and strategy across the business, including close working with the exec board, CEO and COO. Now, I know Lucy believes passionately in the opportunity for all businesses and organisations at any size and scale to become more durable and successful by making a positive contribution to society. So hi, Lucy. Welcome and thank you so much for today. Thank you for having me. So, right, let's start. We're in the forest and a bear comes along. What bear would you like to challenge and why? Um, So the bear I'd like to challenge is the idea that societal change is really too hard, too scary or too difficult for brands to tackle or that you can just ignore the bear because the bear's there and you really, really can't. So that's my bear. And I want to transform him from being absolutely terrifying to a bear that we can work with. So your bear is fear, basically. Yeah, the bear is fear and change and societal change. And change is is scary, isn't it? And, and, And difficult. How do you tackle that when you're advising businesses? Yeah, so I think in terms of societal change... You know, it's absolutely a part of what business and brands are engaging with every single day, right? Um, and actually, you, you've got to get ahead of the change, recognise where it's coming from, recognise why it's coming from the elements that it's coming from, and get ahead in order to create reputational advantage. The worst thing you can do with any type of change, to my mind, is to let it happen to you, rather than being a kind of active participant in the process and getting ahead of it wherever you can. And when it comes to societal change um, and the role of sustainability in brands, I, I just am so excited about the fact that brands are really engaged in this now, but they also don't have a choice. They've got to be. So if a situation's out there and this big societal changes are happening, then the bear that I would really encourage everybody listening to this podcast to do is to just grasp that bear and work out how to make it work for you. I mean, you know, purpose and impact really are on the corporate agenda, as you know, you know, being being on the board um, at Sky, um, very much in the spotlight. We've just had, you know, COP26. Um, yeah. Are you optimistic about long, the long term and, and, and sustainable change? There's been a lot of negativity 
Um, but you sound optimistic. What gives you that optimism? Um, I, I'm optimistic because that's my natural mindset. Um, that I always am. But I think it really goes beyond that, right? I mean, I think that purpose and impact have always been at the heart of successful businesses and brands. What do you stand for? What are you about? What's your role in the world? I think what's shifted is that sustainability has gone completely mainstream, right? It's no longer CSR or philanthropy in a corner and hasn't been for some years. This is mainstream now in terms of really thinking about sustainability as part of everyday business conversations. Um, for me, that does make me optimistic because I just think you can't ignore this anymore, right? So I think that societal understanding about the climate emergency, for example, is, is accepted. We've way moved beyond an idea that you would have like half the experts say it's not happening and half um, say that it is, which, by the way, was never so anyway. You were looking at like 1% of scientists who ever thought that it wasn't. Um, so we're way beyond that now. And we're into working out how we deal with these things. And of course, that's tricky. And of course, it's going to be bumpy. But actually, it it will happen. I mean, that said, that said, you know, I'm, I don't want to be Pollyanna about all of this. You know, we are in the middle of COP26 as we're recording this, and we'll see where we end up. But it may well, very, very well be that we don't get all of the progress that we need, right? You know, Russia and China are missing an action. Um, India's committed to net zero by 2070. At least they're in the room and they're, they're, they're saying something. But, you know, government is not going to do it by themselves. And my only fear, I think, is that COP26 could somehow be used as an excuse if we don't get where we need to go. And, and to me, that's, it's not an excuse, it's a challenge, right? The climate emergency is not going anywhere. We have to work out as business and brand leaders what we're going to do to lean in and play our part. And of course, that triumvirate of government, NGOs, business is where power and change, massive societal change happens. But I am, I am cautiously optimistic, I think is what I would say. One of the, the things that you, you mentioned, I know we've talked about, is how how change will happen by collaboration between yeah. different corporates, as you said, with government and NGOs as well. But actually, mm. the sort of collaboration between business is really encouraging, isn't it? Because we'll only get yeah. there. I know you did that at Sky. You collaborated a lot with others. Um, yeah. That's, that's also a sort of real, gives a sense of optimism that we can crack some of these really difficult um, problems uh, together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's really interesting, right? Sustainability is rooted in science and science is intrinsically a collaborative discipline, right? That's where scientists come from. Scientists, science is formed by a collaborative process of ongoing conversations. And business is a collaborative process too, isn't it, right? As is brand making. So all of these things are collaboration. And I think that collaboration is absolutely key. I think my advice that I would give 20 businesses, you could spend a lot of time collaborating. <laughs> and I think, first of all, you need to work out, and we'll come back to this, you know, what your point of view is, what your strategy is, what your role is, what, how you are going to not just have statements of intent when it comes to sustainability, but actually measurable action. And then work out which industry groups are the most useful, which overall business groups are the most useful for you, and then turn up and, and, and be part of it. Don't just turn up for the lunch. Um, um, you know, how do you actually really, really drive change? Um, I think as well, when it comes to collaboration, I think there's a respect on both sides part, right? So I think for Sky, we we undertook long-term partnerships and those those continue. 
So WWF, who Sky worked with and have done for many years, we worked with them on Sky Rainforest Rescue, which we started years ago to raise £9 million and save a billion trees in the Amazonian rainforest and raise issues of deforestation. And that relationship has continued now with Sky Ocean Rescue. And I think that collaboration also means we've got to respect that... We've got to respect that partners have their views and should be allowed to express their views and yeah. and critique, right? Yeah. And I think this is where brands need to be kind of yeah. humble, right? You, this is about this is about a shared endeavour, and those uh, there are other brands outside of business, NGO brands, etc., and, and and they are going to have a point of view. And collaborations about listening as well as as well as driving towards shared goals. And, and sometimes we're going to differ in our opinions. <laughs> Actually, I just wanted to turn to the role of brand and communications yeah. and what your view is in, in terms of what, what brand and communication plays in affecting change when it comes to sustainability. How important is it? You know, brands often get tarnished with the sort of greenwashing uh, and, mm. uh, and the, there's a bit of a lightning rod um, for those that mm. do put their heads above the parapet. What would mm. your, what's your view on that? Yeah, I mean... So, so, so first of all, I think that, that I strongly believe that brands are, of course, rooted in society and they don't exist in a vacuum. And there's a reason, to my mind, why some of the most creative, socially aware and really engaged uh, people work in the brand space, both on agency and client side, right? Because brands are both a mirror of society and a mover of society. Brands are intrinsically about change, right? They're about creating behaviour change. They're about creating brand engagement, a viewpoint and, and getting people to do something. So, so the change part is really important. In terms of um, the point about kind of greenwash and putting your head above the parapet, I mean, this is quite interesting. There's a piece in the FT recently that said that, very interestingly, despite more and more um, action happening in terms of ESG, I mean, exponential action they're getting pitched less stories and they think it's because people are worried about being accused of greenwash etc and they were saying please don't do that please keep pitching them because and I really strongly believe in that there's no virtue to be gained in this space on hiding your light under a bushel you know I think that um I think that as consumers and as fellow colleagues um we should perhaps cut each other a bit of a break sometimes let's let's drop a holier than thou attitude i think all brands have a place to play um but that said we've got to be aware of scrutiny i mean i think the big trend that's really changed in the 15 years or so that i've been in this space you know work moving into sky to work first of all on sky arts and then moving in and 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 running the sustainability space is that the scrutiny is really there. Scrutiny from stakeholders, employees, media. You, you absolutely can't go out with a statement of intent. You've got to have the policies and the plans to back it up. I think it's still absolutely okay to say you're on a journey. But I think what's changing even now is that um, this is the decisive decade for climate change. And actually, net zero by 2050 all very well but actually we need to know what people are doing now to decarbonize now for example and i think that's the same not just on environments but on all esg issues i mean i think when i think of sustainability i'm thinking of environment social governance but i, I think you know 
Get your head above the parapet. Go on. Do it. <laughs> be brave. And, uh, be brave. Be brave. Be brave. Be brave. Absolutely. And be ready to back up what you're saying, right? It's the same as in any element of business or life. So what, what would your challenges be to CMOs, the, the owners of brands, in helping to create transformative change? What would your ask be of them? Um, so CMOs are such a powerful position with an organisation. I say that not just as somebody who came from a marketing background, but, you know, having worked in a really, really big and successful business for many, many years and working with the brands that I do. CMOs are, are naturally change makers. They embrace change. They embrace society. They've got their finger on the pulse of what their consumers are feeling and thinking and their employers and feeling and thinking. So, so... They know all about change and they also know all about the power of their brand. They know more than anyone else what the role of the of their brand is and what it stands for. So think about that. Think about the purpose of your brand, you know, that buzzword purpose that we're all thinking about now. And then relate it clearly to societal issues, right? The UN Sustainable Development Goals were a really good guide. You know, really think about all those different elements. So it's not just environment, but also inclusivity, diversity, human rights, labour rights, real deep governance, all of the different issues that, that are affecting the world. And think about the role that your brand can play positively to tackle those things. And then I guess, you know, this is a collaborative discipline. Um, I don't think that sustainability should suddenly then become owned necessarily by brand, but they should be a really big player in the room. Absolutely. Because this should also be the CMO, the CEO, the COO, the CFO, the C, you know, can I think of any more ac acronyms? You know, the <laughs> chief tech officer, super, super important. Tech is a huge, big part of this. And I think just really embrace it, right? Just really, really embrace this area. I think the, the challenge I'd also give though, is that I don't, despite my upbeat tone of voice. I don't have a Pollyanna view on this, right? This isn't all um, easy and it's going to involve some hard business decisions. You know, businesses are going to have to think about how to really change business practices, possibly divest, um, you know, really change business behaviours. And I think that's okay. Chief marketing officers are brave people. Just lean into it and work out where you're going. And I also think there's a there's another lens on this, isn't there, for CMOs, which is actually helping with the behaviour change internally. So oh, quite often we're thinking brand externally, absolutely. but the, how the brand is a galvanising call to action internally to get people to really engage with innovative solutions, different <laughs> ways of doing business, long term solutions. Um, and and I, I, I personally feel, I don't know if you agree, that the CMO's yeah. role is really important in that, actually, before we yes. even think about brand and, and external engagement with stakeholders and customers. It seems yeah. to me that that's a really important part of the jigsaw here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 100%. So, so I sort of almost, when I think about sustainability, like the chief people officer co-owns this, absolutely, 100%. And, you know, every business that I've ever talked to has been sort of amazed at the level of investment that employees immediately put into this. And very, very often you find that actually there's loads of great ideas already bubbling up from employees and what you're doing 
is kind of bringing it all together. I do think what one of the things the CMO can do is to work out where you put your big, bold focus. Because one of the things I do feel quite strongly about sustainability, if it's going to benefit brands and and also for brand to make sure that it, it doesn't damage it, is that you've got to be, you do have to be really focused about where you put your attention. This isn't like an annual charity drive, or it, it can be an annual, but it, it, this is this is, should be considered in the same really thoughtful way that you'd consider any other part of your business and brand strategy. And employees, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. And also as well, for sustainability to work, a sustainability strategy has to be co-owned across the business. Right? It has yeah. to be part of everybody's job descriptions. And that's where a CMO can really be a kind of galvanizer and a change maker and, and work hand in hand with the chief people officer to really to really drive that through. Yeah, super good um, advice. And I can I can see that in the brands that we work with, the ones yeah. that are, have that sort of very strong collaboration at a board level and it's, yeah, it's owned by everybody is uh, where success really happens. Finally, um, <laughs> and it's gone very quickly, our chat, um, with our bears exhausted, um, what was your most memorable picnic and why? <laughs> I was trying to think this through. I mean, I we used to do a lot of independent travelling before my kids were born and we had a brilliant picnic once in Syria that was super cool but actually if I'm really honest probably the most memorable picnic although I'm slightly concerned it may actually just have been a takeaway was <laughs> after my <laughs> was after my first son was born I just <laughs> just really wanted a pizza and um we got pizza delivered to outside the hospital which I thought was like really original and they pointed out it happened about 15 times a day but that was a very memorable picnic slash takeaway <laughs> I love that I think that's absolutely fantastic well Lucy thanks so much for your time today it's been really good just to start to uncover some of the trends and thoughts around this really complex agenda that is sustainability and ESG I really enjoyed talking to you and you know here's to a sustainable bright future for everyone thanks Joe, and thank you so much for having me and you know onwards we go right onwards we go absolutely thank you You've been listening to The Challengers, a VCCP business podcast series. For more episodes, visit our website, vccp.com forward slash capabilities forward slash business.